Hi, and welcome to Spiritual Tea Talk with Michelle Lowry and Michelle McEwen. Settle in, grab your favorite cup of tea, and join us for we're talking about flow. flow. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. <laughs> and that's how it works. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Done. See you next time. Just kidding. We're just getting started. Like we could only talk for 30 seconds. <laughs> So I'm Michelle Lowry. I'm an animal intuitive and soul expansion facilitator. And I bring the, ah, the vision, the thoughts, and the feelings of your animals to you through their eyes, how they see life, so that you can all be on the same page and find resolution, find deeper connection, and find out why this animal is in your life and what they're teaching you. I love that. Thank you. Every time I hear it, I love it, love it, love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Michelle McEwen. I am a psychic medium, energy worker, divine channeler, unconditional love facilitator, soul expander, er, er, personal spirit trainer. I like that one, personal yeah. spirit trainer. <laughs> and uh, so on and so on and so on. So let's talk about this, the flow, being in the flow. I talked about this yesterday on um, my on the Facebook Live. Follow me at Moonlight Healing on Facebook. There you go. <laughs> um, I talked about it for a little bit on, on there, talking about being in the flow, how to, like, what do you do when you're in the flow? And then I had a couple of sessions today that we were talking, of course, because when you're aligned in that and when you bring up flow, then you're going to be talking about this to several people. So um, I'm interested to find out what you think about being in the flow is or your experiences with being in the flow. Oh, thank you. Um, yes. Yeah, so um, the way I create my day creates the flow. And so I start my day very consciously and I'm learning how to not just jump out of bed and zoom into my day. And I find that when I take my time or I listen to 10 or 15 minute meditation in the morning, and then I step out of my camper and I go to the barn and I take care of the horses, it begins that flowing motion because I'm in a different vibration. And I'm also connecting to nature, being outside and connecting to the horses who I love. And so I find then what happens is that this beautiful alignment starts to take place and the information that I'm receiving when I'm in that space and then how um, that information transcends into sessions and then how those sessions are now transcending into guidance for me and guidance for them. And it's this beautiful place of um, consciously being aware of these gifts that come to us every single day. And I find that flow is you, you literally, when I'm in flow, I find that my feet don't touch the ground, so to speak, in my day. It's like I almost float through the day. And then if there's a hiccup, we're going to talk about what to do if you find that you're in flow and then you're suddenly out of flow for some reason, um, what we can do about that. But how do you work through your flow? I panic and run. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm completely joking. 
you just put it so nicely. I was like, I'm uh, in awe of what you were saying. I was like, yeah. So um, each morning I start my day off with, um, with manifesting. What do I want to manifest for the day? What do I want to manifest in my life? Being that co-creator and uh, aligning my energy with the higher powers and my guides and my angels to be in tune for the day. And I do that usually because of clients, but a few years ago, I realized that when I didn't have clients, I wouldn't tune in and my day just was, it was completely off. It was like a new definition of day off. And so I started doing that even if I wasn't seeing clients, I was tuning in for myself and to be able to go with the flow and to uh, connect to the higher powers and see what they have for me and and practicing being open to opportunities that come to me. And uh, so to me, like I always picture the flow that when, my, when the guides bring it in, it's always like this river and some of us are on like i was just talking to a client today about this and i was like your flow is like white water rapids level five like hold on for dear life we're going <laughs> Woo! i was like but your guides want you to be on a lazy river where you're laying in the tube and you're chilling you're looking at the clouds and you're moving with ease instead of trying to move through obstacles and everything like that. So there are different types of flow. And uh, one of the most important things about being in the flow is pay attention to your thoughts, pay attention to your words. And that's something that I've learned over the years also and had a great um, friend teacher uh, talk about this. And so when we're in the flow, we're manifesting like crazy. Miracles are popping up left and right, left and right. And so sometimes we get a little lazy with our wording or with our thoughts. And what happens is that the universe doesn't know the difference. So it's going to create whatever you're manifesting. So good or bad, because the universe doesn't see it as good or bad. Sees it is what it is, right? So um, being in the flow is about being aware also of uh, everything around you and being in gratitude and being in bliss and appreciating everything around you, being in that energy of love instead of that energy of fear, being in abundance instead of scarcity, being um, and enjoying your life instead of fight or flight, living your life instead of your life living you. And knowing that you do have some control over the flow. So they always show me like the person holding a paddle. And if that paddle's lightly guiding, even through level five rapids, the guide has that paddle guiding the boat, right? So we always have a, a bit of control over how that flow is going to go. But we don't want that flow to dry up. Yeah, right. Feeding it too. Yeah. And I think being aware of what's going on around us um, is part of that flow, is seeing, seeing those tiny signs that can come in and when we're super present and alert and very consciously aware of our surroundings, we can see those little signs and I also feel that being in the flow sometimes is about recognizing 
the bird that's sitting in the tree and just smiling and just being grateful that, you know, what does their day look like? Because it's navigated so differently to the human world. But just the gratitude of that bird sitting in the tree, the gratitude of the flowers now up here in the Northeast are starting to pop out and the colors are starting to come and being in the flow of recognizing them. And I find also honoring the earth's cycle. Yeah. Like it happens no matter what. It Mm -hmm. happens no matter what crises are going on, no matter what is happening on this planet. And there sure is a lot going on on this planet right now that mother nature still continues to be in her cycle, to be in the seasons. And the seasons are shifting here and there a little bit, but there's still that flow. She still is in her flow. And so I liken the flow to that also, that no matter what's going on around you, how do you stay in your lane doing your thing and feeding your soul with the things that are so important so that you can continue to elevate even with the craziness going on around you. Mm. And I don't believe that that means you you have to ignore everything that's going on, but you can send compassion from your lane. You can send love from your lane and not get enmeshed into other people's lanes or stuff that's going on in the world, but stay in your own lane and send uh, healing, send something good send something positive it's been scientifically proven that that can create change that's the biggest thing we can do i used to say well you could just send and i was like no it's not just send like sending love sending compassion is uh, sending unconditional love is the biggest thing you could do for everybody for everybody yeah i and unconditional love when you send unconditional love there's no agenda to it there's no expectations it's loving that person for who they are in that moment and we all need that we do need that especially right now and just accepting everyone is responding to these big changes in their own way the best way they know how in their own life cycle in their own journey and it may not be something that you agree with or believe in or you wonder why they're making the choices that they are, but everyone's learning through this process. Everyone is really seeking who their unique self is within this massive change that the earth is going through. So the more we can get to know what feels good in our body and our heart and our soul, and then also recognizing what doesn't, because that's just as important is knowing that you made a choice or a decision and it didn't feel good. Why didn't it feel good? And it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to make different choices and find that place where it feels good again. Using discernment. Correct. So this is like uh, when I talk about like the opening door, taking the opportunities, like take a moment just because the door opens doesn't mean that that door, that opportunity is the right one for you. And so use your discernment, listen to your gut, listen to your heart. If your heart sings with it, but you feel some fear, then just know that it's fear that you have to walk through. But if you 
feel like achy in your heart, it doesn't feel good in your heart, then maybe that's not the opportunity for you. And not taking it just because it's a great opportunity is actually you being in alignment with abundance than scarcity. Because if when we're in alignment with scarcity, we're going to take anything we could get, right? Absolutely. So, but when we're in abundance, in alignment with abundance and prosperity, we're like, oh, I'm okay. I don't have to take this opportunity. So I, yes, I agree with you. And to bring it back to talking about not, I love how you say not going into somebody else's lane when you have that compassion. I love that. I say that um, in levels, mm -hmm. like you have to keep your vibration high because if you bring it down to that person that may be struggling and need that compassion, need you to hold space for them, you're not going to be able to hold that space for them. You're not going to be able to help them lowering your vibration, going into their lane. So if we could become the witness instead of trying to take on other people's lessons, we can do so much helping with that. I don't want to say healing because I feel that we're all healers and I don't like to call myself a healer uh, because I feel like you heal yourself. I'm just the assistant. I'm the medium with everything. <laughs> I'm the assistant. I'm the go-between. So I'll, I could only take care of, I could only clear what you're ready to let go of. I can only assist you in what you're ready to look at, what you're ready to heal. I'm I'm a healer for myself. I love but that. I believe everybody's a healer. Yeah, I think we're all completely able with our soul's wisdom to evaluate what's going on and then ask for guidance to seek resolution. And I feel that being in the flow is where you're willing to step up and really step into what do I need to do for me to stay in the flow? And what does that look like? Yeah. And it's okay to take that left turn and go, oh crap, that wasn't it. But now you know it wasn't it and you won't spend a lot of energy going, but what if I didn't, if I had turned left? So like you're saying, it's always good to take that opportunity, go left, see what happens. What did you learn from that decision? Absolutely. And I always look at what was my body telling me when I turned left? Because usually when that's a dead end, my body's going, uh, you're not going to like it, <laughs> you know, and I feel it in my gut usually. And it's like, mm -mm. and the stubborn side of me goes, no, but I just want to try it out. Right. I just want to see what happens. And then I go, oh yeah, you were right. <laughs> so I feel that we learn how to be in the flow. And then we also learn how to you know, hit what feels like a dead end, but know that we learn something out of that. Yeah. That it's not all supposed to be this, this beautiful flow into ease and grace. Cause how do we learn about ourselves if it's all so easy? Absolutely. I was just talking to a client about this where <laughs> she uh, has to make a decision and uh, she wants to know which one is the right path. And I was like, there is no wrong path. And she goes, well, I don't want to take the detour. And I was like, there's no detour. And I know we talk about taking a little detour and stuff like that. But here's the thing is that it might be the longer path, but maybe there's lessons you have to learn on that path. So that path is right for you. And as long as you know that you're going to be supported by your guides, by your angels, by your spiritual team, which that could be another podcast talking about our spiritual team. Definitely. Um, 
then you know like there's no wrong decision there's no wrong decision and that's what us humans have to get over yeah we have to get over what's right and what's wrong and i think we've been taught oh of course and, of course um, Alberto Villaldo calls it being domesticated. To being domesticated. I think we've been taught how things are supposed to look or how we're supposed to show up and um, how to beat ourselves up if we don't feel um, that we made the right choice. And we're like, oh, shoulda, woulda, coulda. I don't know if you guys can hear the train in the background, but here's something I learned from my shamanic teacher, that when you hear a train honking its horn as it goes through town or wherever you happen to be, that it's the train of abundance. Ooh, I hear it every day. And I it, love it. <laughs> and so it's bringing in abundance and it's not just the paper abundance, but it's life's abundance, chugga, but it's chugga, also choo -choo. offering to take out whatever it is take you want to release. Take, <laughs> I am jumping it all on that train, take it. So imagine <laughs> next time you see a train or you're, you hear a train, just imagine what is it that I'm bringing in and what is it that I want to release? And it's amazing how it feels. It's flow. Just think of a train. It's flowing the down the track. Yeah. Right? Um, and it came from somewhere and it's going somewhere and then it turns around and it comes all the way back. So that's another lesson, right? Sometimes uh. we back up and we go, oh yeah, we need to revisit this or revisit that. And then we turn around and we go back down and all of it's okay. We've been taught really well that we can make wrong decisions. And I agree totally with what you said. I also believe that we have been taught that the answers that we seek is somewhere, somewhere outside of ourselves. And it's so mm. a huge turnaround when we know that the wisdom is held in our DNA, it's held in our bones, it's held with our ancestors. Those answers are held within inspiration, within the wildlife, within nature. Those answers are held within a book you might be reading or a podcast that you might be listening to, but there's something that connects you to that. But generally speaking, if you really look at your unique self, you know the answers and very often those answers are already showing up and you're either not believing them or someone else is telling you not to believe them and we go outside and we ask somebody else to give us the answer mm. and that's not a learning curve of being in the flow that's avoiding the lesson and the experience that once it integrates into you it is so incredibly empowering and when you can be in that space of feeling that experience, you carry that with you forever. And if anything repeats very similar to it, you have something to pull on. This is what I did last time and this is how it worked and this is how it felt when it felt good and I was back in the flow. I love that. And that kind of leads us into, cause I wanted to talk about Mercury going into yeah. retrograde tomorrow. Uh, which is April 14th, and it's retrograde for three weeks. So sometime in May, it goes forward. And a lot of times, a lot of people are, they get upset, they get frustrated. They're like, oh, Mercury in retrograde. <laughs> right. Like, oh, man. And uh, you being a Gemini, me being a Virgo, we're both ruled by Mercury. And so I want to tell people that Mercury in retrograde is the perfect time to go within to look for your answers. That's why you were channeling yep. that. 
instead of seeking the answers from the outside world. It's the Mercury is the planet of communication. Um, yes, we can have issues with our technology. We can have issues with our vehicles. Uh, you should pay attention to uh, the words that you say or maybe wait to have a conversation with someone because it may not be received well or uh, it's a good time to slow down. Uh, if you have to sign documents, triple, quadruple, check them, like bring in that Virgo, look at the details, pay attention to the details where, um, where Mercury and retrograde, like these things, I find that the things that need to be popped up will pop up during that time around communication. And sometimes I become, um, I actually get on technology more. I might do more Facebook lives or this or that. And, uh, and, but I also use that to go into meditation more often to seek those answers that I'm seeking within myself, with my higher self. So please stop hating Mercury and retrograde. <laughs> Poor Mercury. It's only a planet. It's only the messenger. Don't hate the messenger. Yeah. Cause that means you might not like us Gemini's and Virgo's. <laughs> We're both great communicators. Gemini's are better storytellers than Virgos because sometimes we get lost in the details and yeah, people yeah, lose interest that. in the story <laughs> or I lose interest and forget where I am in the story. And I, I feel that this is another great opportunity to reset how you see something. Yes. And change explore, your perspective. Yeah. Explore um, how you see something and where is that coming from? Is that coming from something you heard from somebody else? And is that belief system true to you? Yeah. Is that is that that someone else has experienced? Is that true to you? Because chances are that's been their experience for their for their embracing what Mercury in retrograde means for them because that's where they're sitting with it. Maybe they're a fear-oriented person and this is the perfect time to plant seeds into fear and go, right. well, it's not my fault because Mercury is in retrograde. Right. And maybe that's not true for you. Absolutely. So maybe when Mercury goes into retrograde, you can invite that energy in and go, how do I work with you? Absolutely. Do, do it I different. Do Yay. Yay. 2023's message from Michelle. Doing it differently. Yeah. And really embrace asking. I find that, you know, when I studied with Stephen Farmer, um, he would always say, ask, just ask. And I would ask him for the answers. And he would say, no, he said, try it, whatever he's suggesting. He said, you try it. It works for me. It may not work for you. And always ask, go and journey on it, go and journey on it, go and journey on it. And so we're really inviting you to do the same. Whatever other people have told you about Mercury and retrograde or being in the flow, what if that is true for you? and maybe sit outside in nature and ask that question and see what you receive. Yeah, I think I feel it's the perfect time to be in nature, perfect time to disconnect a little bit from our technology and and to be more patient, to realize like <laughs> technology is amazing. Like what our phones can do, what our computers can do is amazing. So sometimes it takes a little bit longer. We have to be patient with it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and start appreciating it. Everything's perspective, right? So I always look at it where 
when I um, started on this path and I was going through big shifts, meaning like big lessons were coming at me and I'll be like, oh, this is exhausting. Here's another shift. Oh, does it always have to be a lesson? And my guides came in and they're like, yeah, pretty much everything's going to be a lesson for quite a while for you, but you need to change your perception of things. If you're walking into this, like, oh, dragging your feet, going another shift, I got to let go of stuff. This is so hard. <laughs> then it's going to, yes, I, I sometimes am a whiny baby. <laughs> <laughs> my guides love me. Uh, <laughs> I should get the mugs, like the best guides ever for having to fit up with me and my stubbornness. But they're like, if you walk into the shifting like that, yes, it's going to be hard. It's going to be like pulling teeth. But if I change my perception, if I changed who I, how I showed up for it, and I started doing that, I started going, bring it on. Like I could do hard stuff. I could do uncomfortable stuff. And I know that there's this huge reward at the end of this uncomfortable lesson that I'm learning. It started becoming easy. And I started going through shifts within minutes instead of days, weeks, maybe a month or two. <laughs> Very stubborn. <laughs> but my stubbornness has gotten me far in life too. <laughs> yeah, there's a place for everything, right? It's just yeah. knowing, knowing which, which piece of that shows up when. Yeah. And you'll feel it. You'll know if you're being stubborn and you're like, mm, I think I'm being stubborn where I need to just let go and allow. Yeah. Or no, I really need to be stubborn on this. I'm advocating for something and stubbornness is going to get me there. Yeah. So learning you know, how to use it. Exactly. Learning how to use all aspects of yourself so that you stay in forward motion and, um, and um, embracing it and appreciating it. Yes. Yeah. Big time. I think that's really important. And knowing that stagnation is going to cause more frustration than just taking that next step forward. Whatever that is, taking that next next step forward and trusting and asking your guides to be with you and asking for support and asking for those signs to be really easy. Sometimes it doesn't have to be hard, but we can create it to be hard. Like Absolutely. Yeah. Because of our belief system, because we think that nothing's worth worthwhile if, if we didn't work hard to get it. Right. If it's too easy, then it can't be real. Right. right? And that yeah. used to be the case. But in the energy that we're in now with this new earth, it's easy. It is not the case anymore. And we're making things much more of a struggle, much harder, much more of a challenge than a lot of the times it needs to be. And if you're in a place in your life where things are dire, then sitting with that dire and asking for just one tiny glimmer of light that helps you find your way forward in that flow. I say surrender. Like That's a good idea. Wave the white flag. Like when I'm in something and I'm stuck and I just, I'm in my own way. Yeah. And I don't know how to get out of it. I say it out loud. Yeah. And I talk to the universe. I'm like, universe, clearly I'm not doing a good job here. I surrender this all to you. Right. Please help me find my way out of I this. And usually the energy starts moving with speed. Yeah. And it's just, it's not because the universe is like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, I'm listening now. You said it out loud. I'm listening now. <laughs> but it was like, I was waving that white flag and I stepped out of the way. I surrendered to that moment. And I was like, 
okay, it's time for me to put down the boxing gloves or it's time for me to stop trying so hard and allow, allow that flow to come through. Oh, I love how they just did that. Right? I just got chills. <laughs> <laughs> I love when they bring it right back around. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it's so true. And just remember, you're not alone in this. There, you know, you have your guides, you have your support. There's so much out there to help you. Michelle and I can provide so many resources and so much support to help you find that flow so that you know within you where that flow is for you. So it's not our protocol for you, it's what's your protocol for you. And I'm gonna tell you the first step is knowing that you deserve mm. the flow. You deserve great things in your life. I love that. And to allow great things in your life. It all starts with our self-worth and what we feel we deserve. And it's that's usually the, the um, the block yeah. is us, is our self-worth, is, is us not thinking we are worthy enough. We deserve it. So start with affirmations. I know earlier in the year, I realized that my self-saboteur was coming through when I was trying to bring in good things. I'll quickly wrap it up. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and I started with a positive affirmation. I am open to all good things. I welcome all good things into my life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And on that note, <laughs> we wish you the best in all the flow in your life. We do. And reach out if you have any questions or you'd like to learn more. Please follow us, like us, share the podcast, and we will see you, hear you, listen, talk to you next, next week. week. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye.